0: Let's talk about uh, the robot. Umpire. Okay. I had a lot of fun uh, computer modeling a robot umpire. And like, we did a couple versions. There's the, the, so in the, in the Jetsons version. And uh, so good. I had a lot of fun. They were that. all good, but I
1: think we went with the best one,
0: but I really want to drive this home. Like, even though you and I disagree a little bit about technology, we completely agree that removing the humanity from the game is a huge huge mistake let's talk about famous arguments between the umpires and the managers like i've seen videos of guys just going all out you know with the dirt on the shoes and Kicking taking dirt, bases yeah. and just mm-hmm. they've already been thrown out of the game and um i mean i don't know how you can't say that isn't entertaining but at the same time look i'm gonna make a counter argument why okay. i, I want to reserve my an my I don't want to boo the umpire. I want to boo the opposing team. <laughs> In fact, let me tell you a story. <laughs> That's so funny to me. The one and only time that I've lost, really lost my voice, like just couldn't talk the next day, Yep, was a Giants-Dodgers game. And we had, we had good seats. What a great time to lose and, your voice. Um, it was a close game. And Dodgers had this just lights out closer, Eric Gagne. Yeah, I and remember. And this guy was, you did not he was just lights out that year, that year that he was playing. or maybe it was the next year after his really amazing yeah, yeah. year, unhittable types, just, type shit. just yeah. lights out every single time. And it was a really close game. Um, it was coming down to the wire, you know, it was late in the season. I think they brought him in, in the eighth inning. Normally this guy's just, just nine inning guy. So you never see him, never see him. This was like a playoff style move that the Dodgers were pulling. because mm-hmm. It was a close game. All hands on deck. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and they used to play music at Dodger Stadium. I would watch it on TV and just get so angry in a good way. In a good way. Mm-hmm. Good. Like, we're going to get, like, like get him this time. And now. I'm at the game and I've got good seats. And he's- they, In LA? They, no, no, no. Oh, this okay. is in San Francisco. Okay. And uh, he comes in in the 8th. And so they they had all this music at Dodger Stadium and they would be like, game over. And they would do all these like graphics. Mm. And, okay. and, and the guys in LA would go crazy for it. And I would- just look at that and just vomit and be like, oh, you got off. He comes to San Good Francisco. Rival. And he'd been to San Francisco many times and pitched a lot of – he'd closed out a lot of games. Mm-hmm. I think I'd watched a few of them. But this time, in this close game, late late in the season, he comes in. And I think the Giants get three, like a walk and three hits off of him. And I start yelling, game over, Kanye!" Mm. So loud. So loud. I know he could hear me. My whole section just started doing it too i just game over kanye he blew it he blew the save and i loved to hate that guy because he was such a great ball player and we beat him that day and i was there and it was that was one of my best memories yeah you got some good games under your belt that's a good one yeah i mean i couldn't i could not speak the next day i was completely no, I've, hoarse I've for like a week i want to get i got
1: a question i gotta get to the bottom of this you seem to have put up a a fence against this and i'm so curious why why, why do you say you don't want to boo the ump or you hate to? Wh- where, what part of your fanship believes that shouldn't be part of the game? I
0: don't understand. Well, I'm not obsessed with what actually happened, but I do want the game to feel fair. I, fairness is important. Fairness. I, I don't okay. want, and it's important for the kids. I I really think that if you want to get people civilization is defined. One of the pillars of civilization is that we're trying to make the world more fair. Yes. We're trying to eliminate racism. We're trying to eliminate poverty. We're trying to eliminate hunger. We're trying to make the world more fair. And right. look, when, when Jackie Robinson, you know, first played, this was a huge moment for America. This, they write books about this to, to this day, you oh, know? Yeah. And- Make movies. If a kid feels like the game isn't fair, if they feel like an umpire has um, got it out for them, He's not calling not calling you right because he doesn't like your dad or um, (laughs) yeah, like even if that's not true. But if you feel that that could be true, then that's that's a reason to go play a different sport that feels more like you've got a fair level playing field. I guess I just don't feel like the umpire having
1: it out for you is as common as you think it is. And I think we differ there.
0: I feel like... We're coming off a 2021 uh, season of baseball where it ended on a very sour note. No, that's interesting.
1: Okay, so in your professional esteemed opinion, you believe, I think this is what I'm hearing, you believe that the umpires had a reason to move the Dodgers on to the next series and they called the game in favor of that to kind of... Make it more likely that the Dodgers moved
0: on opposed to the Giants. People who follow baseball know that um, it's better for baseball when the big market teams get to the playoffs. Right now, the owners are trying to expand the playoffs so that more teams make it. And what they really want are the big market teams to make it because they make so much money off these TV contracts.
1: So it sounds like you're agreeing with my statement. You believe that the umpires didn't just call the game the way they saw it, they called it more in favor of the Dodgers so that the Dodgers were more likely to move on. Would you yeah, agree with that? The
0: umpires are part of the game and they realize, um, whether, whether it's consciously or subconsciously, they know that when the Dodgers... Go to the playoffs. It's good mm. for the game.
1: Okay. Do you think they were told to do that or they just kind no, of... No,
0: you don't need to tell them. Everyone everyone oh, we're,
1: knows that, we're getting that the when the big market this.
0: teams make the playoffs, the game makes more money. That is not a so, secret.
1: Okay. So you believe that the umpires
0: are unable to make the fair calls. I just believe that they're intelligent enough to know what's, what is good for the game from a certain point of view. Hmm. From a money point of view, so
1: how are you going to switch this and keep the humanity in
0: the game? You can never ever eliminate all the bias and keep the humanity, but we can give people better tools to take a second look at that to like to get something right. Like actually, uh, my line of sight was blocked on that. Let's go to a di- let's go to the other camera instantly. Instant replay should be instant. It should not take five minutes. That's the problem. It should take two seconds at most.
1: Okay. So that's kind of your threshold line. Uh, I, I mean, seconds. I just,
0: I had to come up with a number off okay. the top of my head, Right, right. but it should be instant. This is a big deal. Okay. Instant replay should be instant. Okay. See if I'm in a position,
1: this is how I would like it. If an umpire feels like their vision was blocked, they got other umpires on the field to ask, and then they can make a decision on that play retaining the humanity but that's the thing is i've seen games get delayed with no replay where they talk about a call for five minutes yeah very rare would that happen
0: it's because they're calling it into new york
1: no 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 before that before re- replay or oh, all that this yeah. is
0: like old old days like i saw oh, a where they I had saw, the
1: conference yeah i saw a guy hit it over the left field foul pole for a home run
0: and they couldn't tell right. if it was who fair or foul. Uh, who saw it? So they talked about it. They for were about, trying to get it right. They were trying they were to trying make to it get fair. It right. So in that in that sense, but I mean, I'm you're taking the drama out of it. But they're trying to get it
1: right. Well, there wasn't an umpire that was willing to say, I had the best view. I know what happened. So they had to the conference was that for a while. Close. It, was it was that close. It was Right. And I don't remember if they gave him the home run or if they didn't and they called a foul. Or you know what they might have done, but mm-hmm. I kind of doubt it. They're like, eh, I think it's in the middle. We'll go ground rule double. Ground you can't rule do double. that. Yeah, I don't that's think you can do that. I don't think you can do that. That's, a, that's like a that.
0: tie game in baseball. You cannot call it ground rule. You, if you, it know what you didn't do not bounce over, like, it, yeah, you can't if, do it. If you're split, it's a home run. Give it to the kid. It's close enough. As a pitcher, give it to the batter. I'm telling you. Like from he, a pitcher's point of view like if he shit on give, it that hard yes and no one <laughs> yeah everyone's like it might have been fair you can't foul. tell it was it, it was like, inches okay it's, it's a home like, run it's like well he, he hit got me 430 he hit the down ball. Left field line. Yeah, yeah like like uh, you know when you're making up the foul lines uh in the street in your backyard wherever you're playing wiffle ball when you're a kid you you did it i did it every day yeah uh, during baseball season like every day and um the foul lines are fungible it's a tree it's a it's a rock and it extends from from wherever you put. Can the, be a car as well. From when you put the mitt on the ground. Yeah, we get yeah. cars. Yeah, yeah. cars. Because that's a, that was the problem with our ballpark. There was always there was the cars. We had to move around a lot of times. Well, you could also say if you hit that car, it's an out, even though it was in the middle of the field. We lived in a really hilly area. There was mm. like there was no flat ground, so we were always trying to find a, a place to play ball and. We would use a rag ball. Like, this is oh, all yeah, made out rag rags. Ball. Yeah, yeah. And yet, one of our neighbors would be like, don't play ball around my car. I'm like, here, it's a rag ball. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care.
1: Get no, out of here. Seriously,
0: hold it. No, I don't want to. So, we have to go find another place to play ball. And it was just, we lived in a really hilly area. Well, you just created such a
1: great segue for my next question, which is... Uh, another thing that was touched on in season one is that I don't believe a field needs to be 100% oh, really flat. Yeah. yeah. How, how do you Let's feel talk about, about that? that
0: bump? Let's talk about the bump. We're... And cause I'm going to make the argument that they needed to get rid of it oh, because oh, yeah, you're man. not going to like this. Okay. So, okay. So I'm a center fielder. I'm a right fielder and, um, I'm going all out. I am running my heart out and in my peripheral vision, I see the wall and I know I'm not close to it and I and I'm running th- as hard as I can, as okay. fast as I can, I'm going to catch this ball. Towards center field. And I dive. Okay. And I hit a bump and break my arm. Now, what do you mean bump? Are we talking about Enron field? Are we talking yeah, about- Yeah, we're talking about the bump okay. in Enron, in, in center field. There. It was and, more and, of a and, hill and, than and a bump. Look, I, I love the idea that ballparks should be unique and different. Okay. But I don't I don't want the center fielder to think, oh, am I close to the bump? Why should not? Should I dive or not? Because- It's there. Why not? Because I don't want to see anyone get hurt. And I know that people will get hurt in baseball, but I don't want to see them get hurt because they kind of forgot. They went back to their instincts of the way that they were playing the game Uh as a kid, and they forgot they were at Enron Field, and there's this bump out there.
1: Okay, so I believe you answered my question circuitously. So the question was do you believe a field needs to be a hundred percent flat? And I believe you were saying, no, yes. I don't,
0: I, well, no, no, I don't think it needs to be a hundred percent flat, but that bump but was no, very hell. abrupt. It was okay. just, yeah, it, yeah. it was flat. And then all of a sudden there was a bump okay. and, and yes, there was dirt and you should know that it was there. But mm-hmm. the idea that like some, like let's say Willie Mays, uh, broke his face yeah. on the bump because he was playing his heart out yeah. and forgot he was at fucking Enron field. Yeah. Um, it just, I, I have this like fake empathy for this thing that never happened, but, <laughs> but I, but here's the thing: I want barks. They don't have to be flat, but you just can't have the bump be so abrupt. Like, let's talk about. How many fields did you play on that had a big dip in the middle? I mean, like, I remember soggy right field, soggy left field. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, every field I ever played on tilted one way or another, and yeah. there was nothing wrong with that. Okay. You and I talked about how we can make ballparks more unique. I was talking about, hey, what about really tall grass in the corners? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, why not just have tall weeds out there, like some dandelions? I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm i
1: open to it. I, you, you don't want to cross the line of professionalism, but I... It's a thought to having a little patch out there where hmm. the grass grow out longer. I think there's
0: interest just it's knowing it's the there. It would slow it down. It'd be a weird thing, but it would be unique to that park. Just I don't knowing know. it's there, I think or, makes it interesting. Or a gentle slope. Yeah. A gentle slope is More fine, gentle. Too. Well, I mean, the hill
1: in Enron wasn't that extreme. It, you you oh, can it, see- it just a
0: co- all of a sudden, just pff, there it is. Yeah. It, it was on as a level, extreme as you can get. And the there was le- a pole in the middle of it. That said, hurt me at the, at the top. No, it just I mean, was
1: injury pull,
0: like, Hey guys,
1: no, you'd have to be, see, the thing was that it, it was at the very top of the hill. So you'd have to run uphill <laughs> up right. this hill and then run into it and knock yourself out. <laughs> and I'm thinking, you know, a, a player of Willie Mays caliber, he knows the hills there. He's going to know how to play that position as good as anyone. I would guess.
0: Yeah. We- how many times did somebody play it off the bump? Because that would be you know, dope.
1: I know. I can really only think of one highlight I saw. I want to say it was Beltron was out there. He could have been hitting it. But he ran up it and I think he made the catch. Um. So the thing was... The thing that I like about it is that at the time... Tiger Stadium was already gone. So at the time, I believe, unless maybe Florida's center field was still there because they were at 434, but at the time, Enron had one of the deepest, if not the deepest center field, 430 feet. So this hill probably started at about the 415 mark and then started to go up. So this hill involved itself in very, very, very few games. But the fact that it was there made the ballpark play different. Because there was that what if. Yeah. To me, that what if is very interesting. And it doesn't seem unfair or an injury hazard because, you know, it's not like a foul pole or a flagpole in the middle of center field. It's like, it's so tucked that if it just so happens to hit that once a year at the very, very, very most, that's interesting to me. It is. It is interesting. I just... But it's also interesting to me that you seem to be taking a position of non-injury, protection-wise, and which leads me to my next question asking you about the bullpens. What do you think about bullpens in the foul grounds, or would you rather have them not anywhere on the playing surface?
0: I love the idea of the bullpens being right next to the crowd. There's, okay, so one of the best things about baseball, people is- people have hurt
1: themselves on those bumps. We're going to talk mouths. about that real okay. quick here. Okay,
0: so but one of the best things about baseball is you can sit, um, you know, down one of the lines, and you get an opportunity to get right there and watch the it. bullpen. I love it. It's one of oh. as a pitcher. It's one. It was one of my favorite things. And so you sit on one side. You're heckling the other team. You're sitting on on, on the on the other, the other side. side. By the way, when I went you horse yelling props. at Gagne, I already got started. Great. We were on we were on oh, the Dodgers side. Well done. Yeah. So yeah. So a a player, uh, hurt himself on the bump. That this bump, the bullpen bump, and he sued the team. And you brought that up in season one. Yeah. And uh I believe he won that 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 case. Yeah, I don't, I don't And they know much they moved the bullpen. Yes, the and they moved the bullpen. Yeah. Bullpens. So, right. my solution to this problem is more technology. You have an inflatable bump and uh when the balls in play, you just deflate the mound. this is this, it seems really easy to me, but uh This is real. I, I mean, this is real in my mind. Okay, so you're not being facetious. No, I want to keep the bullpen there, but I want to reduce the injury with technology. Okay. I wonder how many people have hurt themselves on this foul grounds bullpen i think it's very rare well one of the beautiful things about baseball and why i love it so much is it's a sport where the least amount of injuries happen Mm. comparatively to like basketball and and football of course okay hockey uh where they have sanctioned fighting we'll get into that later yeah and that's why i love that's one of the reasons why i love baseball is that it's you can win with your mind and you're a uh, gamer and you're not trying to hurt the other guy. And that's why I don't like to see guys throw at each other for yeah. more than one game or two games or a series or whatever. Okay. And so the number of careers that have been ended um, by people playing so hard, running so hard from the outfield to catch a ball and hitting this thing and breaking their legs, blowing out their knees. It's, it's, it's why it's, too many. it's why they moved it it's too many and nobody wants to see that because for every major leaguer that it happened to, there's, there's so many kids and, and, and minor leaguers and college guys, you know, who maybe the injury was just too much for them. And it, it you know, like, you know, not everyone has the resolve to rehab from, from like blown out knee. Right. It takes a year. All right. So let me,
1: uh, let me round up this thinking here. You would prefer that the bullpen stay close to the fans, so yes. there's fan involvement. Right, But you only want them to stay if we can reduce injuries and create something of the realm of inflatable, deflatable, keep it the same plane. If we can't come up with that technology, then let's move the bullpens to an area that's not on the playing field. Is this, is this about accurate?
0: I would probably side with keep them where they are. Um, don't move them. Uh, and start developing the technology and see how long that's going to take. I mean, but we're talking about okay. a bag of air, uh, you know, yeah. covered with some surface that resembles okay, dirt. Okay, but it I think sounds can, like... It sounds like a solvable problem It to me. sounds like a spiked
1: cleat <laughs> could run over this rubberized air thing and catch itself where it wouldn't Let's have call been, it a bladder. Where it, a bladder, okay? Wouldn't have got caught on the dirt, but it gets caught on the bladder.
0: Well, I, that's, a, that's creating another problem a new we got to solve. Well... You twisted can, my ankle look, on, you this can stupid, never completely, on this stupid bladder. You can never completely. Well, I think what you're trying to say is the rubber's still going to be there and that's still going to mm-hmm. be a thing that they could trip on. Mm-hmm. And I, I acknowledge that. Yeah. And this is, I think that everything's, look, you're playing a sport. There is a risk of injury. Correct. But let's, you know, let's, let's see if we can reduce it in a reasonable way because now you get the boast of both worlds. You you get to see the guy lay it out and you get to watch the, yeah. the reliever warm up. No, he, I, I'm totally open to this.
1: I just have a feeling that if you're a professional and you play the outfield, each park you go to, you need to know your surroundings. That's part of being a great outfielder and creating a new surface that can deflate might be every bit or possibly more dangerous than <laughs> if they would have just had a better a sense of awareness of where they were playing. Okay, so when the ball's in play. Most outfielders don't get hurt on that bullpen. Uh,
0: as a guy who who's pitch relief, when the ball is in play, you and your catcher both move all the way to the wall. You, that's what happens. Every time the ball is in play, you move to the wall. Oh, okay. Right? When the ball gets hit out of the, let's say hit out of the infield, mm-hmm. you move to the wall. Okay. When you hear the crack of the bat, you just move left or right, depending on which side you are. And it just be real easy to hit a button. and just The mound's gone. I'm not saying this will yeah. eliminate all injuries. I'm just saying, why it's not? A, no, it's an interesting thought. Why not? I just have a feeling when
1: you try to solve something with a, it's like it's like a invasive species. Like you introduce <laughs> a new bug that can kill this invasive yeah. species, and then this bug wreaks havoc <laughs> on agree. something. We got we to test it out of. in the minor leagues first. <laughs> so
0: we got to test it. We'll test it out. <laughs> yeah, just like the pitch clock in the bigger bases. We'll test it out. See how see how it works. Yeah, I'm, you get k- shake the bugs out.
1: I'm I'm intrigued by that form of technology making the game better. My gut says it's not going to work, but
0: I'm open to it. <laughs> well, that's what makes these conversations interesting. Right, right, yeah. So let me tell you this. Here's here's the ultimate. Uh, we talked about what would baseball look like in a hundred years. Mm. Here's what I think it'll look like in a thousand years. <laughs> you put the team on a spaceship. Okay. You uh you you can control gravity. You can change gravity depending on who's hitting and who's pitching. Uh They're moving at near light speed. So when you watch the 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 show, it's playing in fast forward already. Mm. Yeah. Because right. of, of time dilation. Right? right, right, right. So uh there you go. You got your fast baseball. You can control gravity. What more would the owners want, really? And the robot's playing, by the way. It's robots. It's... Correct. it's robots robot like it,
1: it's gonna be how can we pull the humanity out of the game the humanity is what's ruining this for that'll be major we league need baseball to go,
0: right no but then there'll be guys playing the game in a different way maybe maybe more more like the old way and who knows at a certain point coke classic starts outselling new coke Sometimes it happens quickly. Sometimes it might take a hundred, a thousand years.
1: You know, we're pretty close to uh, Deltron's interpretation of it is the year 3030. 30. We're about a thousand years. We're, we're closing in on that being only a thousand years away.
0: You know, there's a group of guys who play baseball right over there. This um, is what I've been I'm told. pointing in a direction. Yeah. Three blocks from my house. They play ball with the old time mitts, with the pinstripes. They play on a field with no fence, and uh, they play every week. They're playing old time baseball, and uh, do they I have? Go, pe- I go and watch. Do they have a peanut guy in the stands yet? No, no. There's nobody. Hey, Maltz. There's no, it's not. There's no money involved. That's the whole point. No one's making money off this.
1: Well, I guess I want people to be able to make money off baseball. Because it's really cool to have that as a living. It's the thing that rubs me the wrong way is incessant desire for bigger profits. And it seems very fair to me to say, if you're the best at what you do, and that is playing a game, you get paid $5 million, 100 times the average man's salary to play this game, that doesn't feel uncapitalistic to me. That sounds like one hell of a job.
0: Right, but you want to limit the amount of money that you can make. So that the is the only reason a, I want it very anti-capitalist.
1: Yes, but the only reason I would want to reduce salaries is to give it back to the fans. Because oh, yeah. if an owner has to make money every year, if they pay their players more, they will have to raise all prices. Well. Or
0: or make less money, which is which they, inconceivable exactly, to them. which they
1: won't. Do. They will not do that. So I believe in capitalism completely, but reasonable capitalism
0: makes more sense you want to me. Regulation, which goes against. Well, this is now a show about politics. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, and classism, really, because the problem with baseball right now is that it is being controlled by a small group of billionaires, and, yeah, and it's billionaires. Money first. Are, it's not game first. It's are money not first. real people, really, because I don't think. I don't, if you've got that much money, maybe, maybe, maybe you're you're normal. I don't think so. I mean, I've, I've touched up against this. Uh, you know, we mentioned earlier that season tickets were so expensive. I bought a boat, so yes. like, so we could go watch the games in the bay. Yeah, and um, cheaper and be beers, par- like be a be- real cheap beers. Byob. Oh yeah, yeah, twelve pack. Of, uh, uh, you know, silvers. I mean, you can't go wrong. Um, we had some good times in the bay, man. Good I probably time. have it's good times for you're in it. You can hear the crack of the bat. You, yeah. You're part oh, yeah. of the crowd. We would, you know, we did the fog horns. I know, I know, I know that LA fans hated that. And I, I love that they hated that. And I just, what blast, did they hate? You know, boor, 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 doing the, doing the foghorns. Oh, out in the bay. But they were okay. just jealous of our, you know, of, of, uh, the game we had going on. Right. And that's that, whatever. It's so expensive to go to the park. It's so expensive to go to the park. And yes, they keep raising prices. Um, look, we we actually live in a part of the world where you can get two different kinds of baseball. There's two brands of baseball available to you. Uh, you you've got the Super Deluxe brand and you've got um, the Blue Collar brand. And these are both available to us. Um, well, not now because there is no baseball. Um, and we don't even know if it will happen this year. We'll find out. but. You've talked so much about technology, and I think that I want to separate good technology from bad technology. Okay. and I think that there was a moment there was a moment in baseball. I don't know what year it was where if people were getting their cell phones out at the game, you would get booed by the people in your section. <laughs> and it was a very brief moment in time, yeah, and I remember um as one of the first guys to ever get a device like that, like okay. I was on the forefront of this, okay. um, very first guy to get. Uh, one of these these devices but also understood that um when i was at the game you could get hit in the face with the ball uh-huh. so i put this thing away but there was a brief moment in time where if you were on your phone uh, whatever you want to call it uh people would look at you being like what are you doing yeah, it's like get your get your and head then ahead. i feel like the very next year i showed up to the park it happened so quickly and yeah. but the park embraced we went from saying no no put your phone away yeah. this is weird the ball game to all of a sudden embracing, embracing this, these phone, these devices mm-hmm. and setting up Wi-Fi everywhere and and like putting up like, hey, take your selfie and put up. How do I don't understand how we went from from no, pay attention to the game to yes, post everything on Twitter, tell all your friends you're at the game. Mm, I think I got an answer for it. Money, <laughs> but what, I mean baseball what a guess. had it. no, but you had out. it right the first time. Yeah, no, absolutely. We, like baseball, like. Everyone in the stands would be like, put your phone away. What are you doing? We're you, okay. There was a moment where we, it, we had it. Yeah. What happened? We okay. lost here's, it.
1: Here's what happened. Here's what happened. You touched on it earlier. You got the old school fan that's going to air quotes, show up no matter what. No matter what we do. You got the old school fan. That wasn't attractive. Getting the new people, all the fans out there that Didn't understand that keeping your head in the game was important for any reason. Once these uh, new fans got attracted that you can take a picture of yourself and then spread it to other people. I think the sport saw all this potential for new fans entering the game, new fans watching on television, which doesn't nobody who's not a huge baseball fan is going to ever sit down and watch a baseball game on television. That's ever. That's right. Unless it might be on and they'll sit and watch, maybe. But going to find a game, a baseball game, and you're not a big fan, that's not ever going to happen, ever. But for some reason, people think that it will, that we can kind of manipulate people into mass involvement in this sport. And I don't think there's any chance of that, no matter how much you speed it up.
0: Well, what if, uh, you know, it's just the World Series was uh, Yankees red Sox every year just no matter what (laughs) no matter what
1: (laughs) american league versus american league that's that's i mean yeah so i I wouldn't be surprised if people are thinking about such things right now like what's every single thing we can do to eliminate it to make it its most
0: have we talked about resetting the lineup yet most revenue no oh
1: yeah okay i don't i've only heard rumors of this so what do you know about it
0: I have heard this argument made so many times now oh, with guys who talk about baseball and people who talk about baseball. And it's just like, hey, uh, in basketball, uh, at the end of the game, uh, you get, get it in d- Jordan's hands. You, I'm you got the best guy. are yeah. the, the best guy out there. And, and that's fun. And you want to watch that. Uh, in baseball, uh, you know, you get the bottom of the order up uh, ninth inning, game's over. Boring. <laughs> Boring. Oh that's I just a I, I hear this view. stuff. Yeah. I'm just uh-huh. like
1: so what what are uh, they gonna do to uh stop, remedy?
0: Stop comparing baseball to other sports. What's the remedy for these people? What do they you, what do so, they want to do? So what you get to the idea is this. There's two ideas. In the ninth or the tenth inning, okay. You get to reset the lineup, bat whoever the whoever fuck you want, you want. Yeah, put it wherever you it, want. You play whoever you want. Okay. You get your three big hitters up at the plate. Starting the inning off, yeah, okay. You get you, you, you start with Ricky Henderson, yeah, uh, then you got a uh, Arod, yeah, yeah, and then uh, uh, Barry Bonds, okay, one, two, three, protected by, yeah, <laughs> you're gonna score a run, <laughs> Ken Griffey, hitting fourth. Uh, let's let's switch it up, okay, let's put Brett Butler first, a guy who just can get on base, right? You know, you yeah. bunt, bunt I, the ball, let's I know put, about Brett let's put Butler. a bunter in there, oh, yeah, throw the pitcher off, then Ricky X Henderson, Dodger and ex <laughs> Giant. yeah, exactly, wonderful ball player, and uh, then Ricky. Thinberry, let's take A-Rod out of the creek. Out of the <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> you ever watch him on TV? I've heard him
1: talk, and there's just something. there's just something I don't like about him. Like, I saw him as a guest host on Shark Tank, and I'm thinking, okay, let me get this straight. He admitted to using steroids, mm-hmm. which helped him create all the statistics and all the money that he compiled in his career. And so he illegally cheated in a sense, but he gets to keep all the money so much so that I hear him in talks of buying baseball teams and a guest host on Shark Tank. Entrepreneur for building himself in a sport through cheating. Now, well, yeah. So I don't like listening to him talk because it's like getting advice, business advice from a guy that aced the business test by cheating. Like who the fuck cares? Right. Oh, you aced the test. You must be really smart. Yeah.
0: Yeah, sure. I will always be the guy who fights against uh, this idea the fairness. that you, yeah, you're fairness. the fairness police. I'm the fairness police. Yeah, whatever. Well, what, whatever. A Rod, whatever. This is such a big discussion. You got to talk about the deal oh, yeah. and how it changed baseball. You got to talk about Boris. I don't know if I want to. I'm prepared to go there. I might need another cup of coffee. That's fine. I could talk about Boris any day of the week. <laughs> Okay, so you're not being facetious. And the robot's playing, by the way, it's robots.
1: It's close enough.
0: I don't care! What happened? We lost it. I think I got an answer, but I mean, this is real in my mind.
1: Knew there was something inside of me that wasn't agreeing with the way Major League Baseball was handling the sport of baseball.